Be confident. Be bold. Be authentic. But don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 244. Excited for you to hear this episode. I'm going to share three reasons why Cheryl I Love is so badass and, of course, a bonus reason. I don't know why I said of course. haven't done that before with the bonus. So, yeah. Just wanted to throw something extra in there. Cheryl is an author, speaker, physical therapist, martial artist, dancer, and a former chronic pain patient. The episode was so good and it helped me have some realizations about my own journey and slowing down and not having to go so fast, but I'm not going to get into it too much because you're going to hear it in the episode. So good. With that, let's get to the show. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I am so glad you're here. Did you listen to the last episode with Cheryl I Love? I got to tell you, it inspired me because sometimes we forget that we can take our time to do things. Everything doesn't have to happen overnight. And I'll tell you this. I was reminded this of this a couple times. And then I feel like the more you keep hearing something, the more you probably want to pay attention to it. Right. Or like, okay, you see something three times, maybe it's worth noting. And so with my health journey, last year I did health coach training. And this year I um, hired my own health coach or nutritionist and it's really helping me. And here's the thing. She's breaking things down into bite-sized pieces for me and reminding me everything doesn't have to change overnight. Actually, some of the stuff that lasts the longest wasn't happening overnight. It took time. It took a journey. And so, um, let me give you an example. I was, I don't like kale. Nope. Wouldn't choose not to eat it. If I had any choice, I would choose crappy iceberg lettuce (laughs) or romaine lettuce, but not kale or arugula or spinach. Those have not been an option for me. But then she's like, well, you don't have to do it overnight. She goes, I don't care if you just put one piece of kale in your salad. That's it. One piece of kale. And so like when you take the pressure off yourself, like, oh, I can have my romaine and just one piece of kale. Cool. So instead, like you feel like, oh, well, I don't have any pressure. So let me put like half or three fourths uh, romaine lettuce and then one fourth is kale whatever just mix it up and it's not as bad but when you don't have the pressure to have just a whole kale salad right then it makes it a little bit easier and maybe that's related to other things too are you putting too much pressure on yourself are you expecting the answers to come overnight it doesn't have to be that way so we'll get into it a 
bit more. Today, we're going to talk about the three reasons why Cheryl I Love is so badass. And then there's an extra bonus reason that I'm going to throw in too. So let's get to it. The three reasons Cheryl I Love is so badass. One, for not listening to others. Two, for taking back her life after trauma. And the third is for inattention to others. So let's dig in. First, Cheryl does not listen to other people. If she did, she would be on bed rest right now. Yeah, you heard that right. If she was too concerned with what other people are saying her, even what doctors slash experts are saying to her, then she would be at home on bed rest. And she wouldn't have went into physical therapy. She wouldn't have become a black Bart. I don't know why I said black Bart, black belt in martial arts, like a mixed belt and art, (laughs) Bart. (laughs) So she wouldn't have become a black belt in martial arts because her doctor was like, no, you know, you have severe pain. This is no, you can't be going on to become a physical therapist. There would no, there would be no way you could finish the class. And that didn't sit right with Cheryl. And she's like, wait, that's not true. And she just wouldn't believe it. So she went and started doing her own research, started doing her own thing, started listening to her body, listening to her intuition. What was her body telling her? And she was able to go and go through physical therapy and then go on to do martial arts and become a black belt and all of these amazing things that would not have happened if she had just listened to the doctor. So often we are programmed to listen, to be good girls or good boys and just go with the flow, do what everybody else is doing, not Cheryl. And I love that because sometimes listening can come at the cost of your own life or come at the cost of like what you want out of life. If she had just listened and she was on bed rest, then she wouldn't be able to do the other things that she wanted to do. And maybe she would have been pretty sad, pretty depressed being on bed rest all the time or being um, bedridden, right? So she didn't listen. She sought her own path. She's a pioneer and you can do that too. You don't have to do things just because everybody else is doing them. You can do things that align with your values, align with your beliefs, what your intuition is telling you. But if something doesn't, maybe it's time to investigate. Maybe you try something new. Just try it. See what happens. Doesn't have to be perfect, right? But give it a shot. And you might feel like a little bit of a rebel saying, okay, I'm not listening or I'm going to go against the grain here, but that's okay. What's the worst that's going to happen? You go do your own investigation and you find out, "Mm, I think maybe that doctor was right. Or I think maybe that teacher or that coach, I think maybe they were right. Okay, cool. Then do it their way. But you can do your own investigation or, hey, if maybe you don't want to put in the work to do your own investigation, then what else can you do? You can go to another doctor. You can go to another expert and see if they have a different opinion or a different solution for you that maybe is more aligned with your needs. But don't settle. Don't settle just because an expert is telling you something. 
has a badass, question everything. <laughs> well, seriously, though, question things. Don't just take what comes at face value. If it doesn't sit right with you, ask some questions. Where is the harm in that? All right. Second reason why Cheryl I Love is so badass is because of how she took her life back after trauma. She completely changed things around and that could not have been easy. She was a sexual assault survivor and she did all of these things. She was getting acupuncture for her back because we talked about her her back problems or the extreme pain she was having. And I can't remember the name of it right now, like extreme pain disease or something. Um, But so she went and she was getting acupuncture and the person doing the acupuncture kept saying, come to my dojo, which is a martial arts gym and kept encouraging her to come to his gym. He did that for two years. Now that's some persistence. And guess what? She went. She went and first one did not go well. She's like, "Mm, nope, can't do this. This isn't for me. And she left. And the martial arts gym owner um, in my gym, it used to be called a Sifu, but I don't know for her, for her gym, what it's called. But um, he said, hey, come back, come back, try it again. She's like, nope, mm -mm, not going to do it. What do you know? She finds herself going back like, uh, maybe I was a little quick to judge. Let me just watch one more session. So she goes to watch and she ends up sticking around. She's like, okay, I'll try it. She finally agreed to try it. Right. So she did this when she was scared, when she was terrified, she wasn't going to become a white belt, a yellow belt, orange belt, brown belt. You know, she wasn't going to become any particular belt or a black belt. Even she was just every time, just look at the next step in front of her. Right. And I'm just going to do the next thing. And that's all she did. And so often we underestimate that and the power of that. But here's the other thing. She realized the power of the dojo. She realized that, wait, they could turn me into somebody who can kick some butt. Like I can defend myself. And I think one of the guys said that to her. She was about to leave the gym. Like, you know what happens to meek women like you? Like, if you stick around here, then you're going to be able to kick people's butt or kick guys' butt like mine or whatever he said, right? And he drew her in. And she, because then she could see the possibility like, oh, I could do that. Wait a minute. Let's see. Wouldn't that be cool? Sometimes you just have to have somebody believe in you or just to see the possibility. But here's the other thing. The big thing. She returned, she went to the dojo after she had experienced that trauma. She, I don't care that it took her two years, right? She did it. It's not too late. You always have time to reclaim your life or reclaim the life that you want. And so if life isn't going down the path that you want it, you can always pivot, turn, change things a little bit. You don't have to keep going in the same direction. And oftentimes we experience this trauma and then it's like complete meltdown, complete shutdown. Now, I believe that's how it should be. Initially, you got to have time to grieve, right? Um, But then you got to get back out into the world and find a way to heal from that trauma. And so martial arts seemingly was something that helped, um, that helped her heal. 
So what would help you heal? What could you do? What could you join that would help you? Or is there something that you've always had a dream of doing? Even if you had a dream of doing it five years ago and hadn't really thought about it a lot since then, that's fine. You could still do it. You're a badass. But remember, it's not too late. It's time to just get started. And I think that Cheryl had said um, she didn't even start going to school until she was like 40 for becoming a physical therapist. She put it off. She hadn't done it, but she still had the, like the grit to do that. So don't dismiss what you're capable of. And actually at one point she had said, you know what? Um, These things that other people say to you, take them with a grain of salt or take them and kind of turn their words or twist it and use that as your motivation. Like, oh, this doctor told me I could not move and I would be on bed rest or um, I would be that for the rest of my life. Well, I'll show her. And then she goes on to do the physical therapy and um, join martial arts and get her black belt and do all of these things that the doctor didn't foresee. But sometimes you can kind of change it around and make it your motivation or like, hmm, I can't do that. Really? Really? And then use that to like, push you. I don't know why that just reminded me. One of my good friends, um, one time he had saw me running, right. And I was training for a marathon. I will tell you, even in my best shape, I was never like a quick runner. And, um, he saw me and he's like, Oh, I saw you jogging the other day. Really? Cause I was running. He's like, no, you were jogging. It was pretty slow. <laughs> And I love him and he had no bad intent. He's one of those people that just speaks his mind, that just calls it how he sees it. Right. And so like that ticked me off. I wasn't like mad at him, but I was like, oh, like, forget that. I'm a runner. I was running. Don't tell me I was jogging. Right. And I wanted none of it. I didn't want to hear any of it. And so the next run, I probably had like the best run ever because I was like, oh, like you call this jogging? (laughs) You don't think this is running? You know, so I probably, I ran further and faster than I normally would because I used his words to motivate me. How can you do that in your life? How can you use somebody else's words to motivate you? Even if their words are discouraging, like use that to fuel your fire. Sometimes that is the best, but Don't be so quick to be like, oh, they're right. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. Nope. Like, get in there. Let that be your motivation. Let other people's words or their mean words be your motivation. Especially if it's something you want to do. If it's something you you don't care about, bye. But if it's something that you want to do and somebody else is like giving discouraging words, Fuel to the fire, fuel to the fire. All right. Third reason why Cheryl I love is so badass is because of her inattention to others. She was talking about other people's labels, other people's opinions. She doesn't care about them. She doesn't pay attention to what other people have to say. Too often we're like, okay, other people will think this when I do that. And I don't want that. 
Or what will I look like? What will people think? Who freaking cares? Of course, it's easier to say when you're not in the moment and you're looking at it from an outside perspective, right? But who freaking cares what other people think? It's like that quote, other people's opinions of you are none of your business. So as Cheryl said, other people will try to put you in a box. They will try to label you a certain way. And if you believe that, then that hinders you. That stops you from doing the things that you want to do. Don't let them, like when you see people trying to put you in a box or trying to label you, try to make you think a certain way, like maybe step back a little bit, just observe. But it doesn't mean that you have to jump right in. It doesn't mean that you have to get sucked into their opinions. It's just that their opinion is based on their life experience. Maybe it has validity to them, but it might not help you. Right. And it is always interesting to like step back and observe. Not always easy, but when you can just sit back and be like, hmm, is that how it is? Okay. And just observe, just see what people are saying, but you don't have to get sucked into their drama or what they think. And sometimes, yeah, people will label you or they will be like, oh, you're not going to be any good at that sport. You're not going to be able to do that. Really? And that's time where you can question things. Don't just accept what people are saying at face value. Just because a teacher told you something when you were young, just because your parents told you something when you were young, or you were told you couldn't do a certain thing, prove them wrong. Prove it. Or you can even say that to people. If they tell you something, you're like, prove it. Prove it. And put it back on them, right? Make them prove why they think that. It's not your job to prove it. It's not your job to fit into somebody else's box or do what they say to do or act how they say to act. Oftentimes, it's merely a reflection of them. What they say to you, again, is a reflection of them and their life and their beliefs, but it doesn't mean that that's going to ring true for you. Okay, so we went through the three, um, the three reasons why Cheryl I Love is so badass. One, for not listening. Two, for um, taking her life back after trauma. And then three is for her inattention to others. But there's a bonus one, one extra one that I absolutely love. And that is how Cheryl tiptoed to her black belt. What do I mean by that? She didn't run and leap and go all in and immediately tackle the goal or tackle what she was going for, tackle the idea of a black belt. Some people just are all or nothing, go all in. Nope, she didn't do that. She tiptoed to her black belt. So she went slowly and was kind of cautious, like, hmm, what's going on here? And maybe once she got into it, things sped up for her, but she took it slow. She waited the two years until her um, acupuncturist was saying, you got to do this. You got to do this martial arts thing. And then she went and watched two times. She didn't join immediately. Um, a lot of times people will join right after that first session watching, right? She didn't want any part of that. So she did it her own way. She did it in a way that worked for her. And she listened to her intuition. Because sometimes after she said no on that first time when she went and watched, 
people would like th- let their ego get in the way and be too embarrassed to be like, eh, actually, I'd like to come back and watch another one. Why? Do what you want to do. It doesn't matter what other people think about it, right? If it's your calling or if it's something you want to do or it's like you have that just internal gut feeling that you should be doing it, okay, ask. What's the worst that can happen? And there's no shame in that, right? There's no shame in tiptoeing to a black belt or taking your time to do anything. And that's something we forget about. Again, at the beginning of this episode, remember I was talking about like my food choices and nutrition and stuff like that. And always thinking like, oh, you just got to change everything all at once, change everything or you're a complete failure. Well, that's just not true. And it's not sustainable. So here's the, here's the thing I want to ask you. Cheryl is a black belt, but is she any less of a black belt since she tiptoed her way to becoming a black belt? Does the amount of time matter? How long it took her to get there? Nope. You line her up with a bunch of other black belts and everybody's like, that's badass. That's badass. That's cool. She became a black belt. She worked her patootie off and became a black belt. And there is literally no difference between her or any of the other black belts. Like she doesn't get any credit taken away because it took her longer to join or took her longer to start. Or here's the thing. Maybe you join martial arts or whatever your thing is, right? You join and it takes you six years to get your black belt when it took somebody else four years. Who cares? Who really cares? It's not about speed. It is about the journey. So take the stinking journey and be okay with it. Like enjoy it. Enjoy the view along the way. Because it's those little moments along the way that really you look back on when you hit your goal. It's not the goal that necessarily feels great. It's like, oh man, I did this, this, and this to get here. That's badass. And Cheryl, when she got her black belt, she could have looked back and said, you know what? I didn't even want my black belt. I didn't think I could do it. In the beginning, I couldn't even get myself to go to class. And then once I was at class, I couldn't do it. But yet here I am. Kind of put your chest out, your shoulders back and feel a little confidence in that, right? Because you're like, I started here and somehow I was able to get here. Right? Mind blown. It's like, you never know what you can accomplish. So just start. Just take those teeny tiny bite-sized steps like Cheryl did. Because I think her tiptoe into a black belt was pretty badass. All right. What do you think? If you loved this episode or the episode with Cheryl I love, go ahead, head on over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. I always appreciate it when you take the time to leave a review. Um, I know you're busy. And you know what? If leaving a review isn't your thing, then go ahead and share these episodes with a friend. There's there's usually three little dots at the corner and you get the option to share and you can just text it or email it to a friend or family member, somebody that you think would find value from this episode or from this podcast. Okay. With that, we'll end our show. Tell the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it.
Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, OrdinaryToBadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future Spotlight episode of the show. That's OrdinaryToBadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena.